to Deep Thought Shallow Plots. My name is Erica, and I really like to watch horror movies. My name is Katie, and I really like to overanalyze things. What are we overanalyzing today? Um, today, we are overanalyzing uh, the 2001 film Jeepers Creepers, the uh, Justin Long the Justin Long vehicle, <laughs> yeah. or the Justin Long Gina Phillips vehicle, because as you had just mentioned, they're co-stars. Yes, um, and I like her work in this. Yeah, she does great. I mean, that's the one thing about this film is that it's got a really, really small cast. Yeah. Which um And they bring it. Is something I really like. I like when a film, especially a horror movie, can have a small cast. Yeah. And uh, as we talked about at the end of our last episode, yeah. This was the first horror movie I ever watched and I hated every minute of it. Yes. No. <laughs> and you had to you had to finish it in the daylight. Yes. Yeah. I saw it because I read quite a few interviews with like Gina Phillips. Um that apparently her and maybe Justin Long also, like, when they got the script, they, like, read half of it and then needed to put it down and, like, come back to it the next Ooh, day because oh. they were, like, freaked. Oh. I guess it also had a lot of, like, um, concept art for what the Creeper would oh, look like and yeah. stuff. Oh, I bet early concept art for the Creeper was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you have, like, a really explicit memory of watching this movie, you know. And I don't really have, like a memory of like the first time I watched this movie, but I definitely remember it was one of the like earliest horror films to like come up for me that I would like actually watch. Cause I actually, even though I introduced myself as loving horror movies and I do, um, I didn't until like kind of senior year of high school. Mm. It's like when I first got into it. So this is obviously bef- before that in 2001, we were, 10 years old yeah yeah and I mean you probably watched it when you were like 12 like a couple it was definitely years later school, yeah. yeah yeah once it was like on VHS the, or DVD or whatever we watched it a little bit after the sequel came out because we also watched the sequel right after oh okay when it was the morning <laughs> in the morning you watched Jeepers Creepers we watched the too. last five minutes of Jeepers Creepers yes. and we had left <laughs> and then we're like well that was a letdown I guess we'll watch the sequel <laughs> what else are we gonna do with our day <laughs> truly um yeah so I just like uh, to in my brain there's like a special place for jeepers creepers and like you know my that era horror horror, education you know um a nice starter horror even (laughs) a good starter horror exactly i was just about to say like i'm not saying that this is a good movie no (laughs) i'm just saying it's got like a specific spot on the shelf you know yes um helms to ever yeah as we were like, yeah, and so next we're going to do Jeepers Creepers. Yay, we're going to talk about that. And then Sound, Sound Guy Matt. Sound Guy Matt <laughs> educated us. Yeah, I was like, are you aware that the writer-director of that film, Producer Guy, Saba, uh, is a convicted pedophile? <laughs> we were like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, no, and we were both like, if we had known, we may have made a different choice about yeah, what film to do. Like we've got, we've got a, like a so Google Doc full of movies, full to do. of movies we could do. We totally could have picked something else. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, because like while this, you know, this movie has like a spot on a sh- on the shelf in my brain. Yeah, like uh, not in the sense of paying attention to like f- the filmmakers, right? And what I find also interesting about it is that like. He continued, Victor Salva, so he was convicted in, like, 89, the late 90, 1980s. Yeah, yeah, 89 or yeah. something like that. Um, that actually really, I was fascinated by that, right. that it was that long ago. And then after he got out, he continued to make movies, Truly, including yeah. Jeepers Creepers and the sequel, and eventually... The third one. The third one. Yeah, I was like, yeah. the prequel? He's got a hand in the entire trilogy. Yeah, But what I find interesting is that, like, there were... Like, when some of his other films came out, like, he also did Powder. 
Yeah, he's yeah. done things. He's done yeah. things. Like yeah, there were a few director. like protests and things like that oh, and people okay. trying to raise awareness. But it really wasn't until Jeepers Creepers 3 okay. in 2017 oh, came out. 2017. What yeah. was important about that? Era. Yeah. It was like right as the Me Too movement That's started. A- I I feel like 2017 was like the height of it. I feel like I think it really peaked in 2018. I don't know memory time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But it's that era. Yeah, and like it's like it took everybody else sort of talking about the general other things and the general thing for him to finally be dropped as like a writer and director. Someone they use. As far as I know, he hasn't done anything at least publicly since then. Right. I mean, I don't know, and I do find it it's interesting because it's like okay, this is stuff that happened in. 89 or i mean the late 80s early 90s but though he did it for a while Um, yeah but it's like okay do we believe that when you serve your time like i don't really want to be somebody who like judges people for their criminal record yeah to some extent and i also want to be somebody who believes in redemption but that's more on like a personal one-on-one basis with people i know sure not when it comes to supporting artists and wanting people to be back into positions of power that they previously used to hurt people for abuse yeah you know yeah i feel like to me what just if interested me so what like the most fascinating part of it was that like his conviction was in the late 80s and he was like serving jail time until the like early 90s right and so like early 90s okay that was kind of a long time ago and so it's like usually people like this if they're continuing to continually given opportunities to do what he did, like yeah. use his power in that way, then like, then he will, they will do it again. Right. right. But then like, but at least there were, doesn't seem like there were any other convictions. Now, just because there wasn't a conviction right. doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I, also maybe yeah. it didn't. And so like, I don't know, there's something there for me that like, this was something that happened a long time ago. And like, yes, it happened. And like, that, that's fucked up, you know? Yeah. But like, Again, he's been back in these positions that he previously abused and like does not did not seem to be doing that anymore. Right. As far as I could tell, as just like a consumer of his media. But I also just don't know. Uh, Yeah. I mean, because I'm not somebody who thinks that like people who have done honestly horrendous things in the past means that we should just like shun them from society because I don't think that solves things. Right. But I also don't see putting them back into the same position that they were in. It's, It's a complicated thing. And I also think it's more complicated when it's like like it's one thing to like boycott an author of a book series you know sure versus a whole movie because it's such a collaborative medium that it right. seems weird to be like but even if you are the producer director writer yeah you know there's still so many other hands like because I, I appreciate so much the reason i love this film is because of what justin long and gina phillips really brought right to like trish That's and Derry's relationship you, it's a justin long vehicle yeah yeah and and I even found out some of their lines were like improvised and like the whole last act of the script was rewritten because of budget cuts with oh. a lot of their improvised work. Oh, so wow. like a lot of the things that I love most about the relationship may not have even come from Victor Salva. Right. I mean, we don't know how much. And so right. it's like, how do you separate the art from the artist when there are like multiple artists involved in it? Truly. Yeah. And like, though, do we even want to do it in these cases? Like, at one point, do you just not separate the art from the artist and you just throw away the whole thing? Right. And how much does, like, how much responsibility do we bear as just some little podcast that people don't really listen to? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. just We're just having our deep thoughts about it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was mentioning this off mic that, like, the the thing is, is that, like, if if this were a trade-off I could make, if I could make this trilogy of films not exist, mm-hmm. 
in exchange for like no harm befalling a child, you know, yeah. at the hands of Victor Salva. Like, yeah, I would make Easy. that trade. It's not that amazing of a trilogy. <laughs> right. But and I, even if it was an amazing trilogy, yeah, I would still, still make that trade. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like it's and because it's not an amazing trilogy, it's even easier <laughs> yeah. to make that trade. It's like, yeah, absolutely. A thousand percent. Um, yeah. But. Also, I just kind of wanted to talk about a movie that I watched when I was 12. Like, that, I know. that's just kind of what I want to do. Can we still do that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I well, mean, we're going to. We're going to. So I yes. guess, yeah, but like, yeah. are we okay? I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, and it's weird because uh, these are also people who we just don't know in any real way because yeah. you can, we, like, we just, they're famous people who are yeah. just not in our actual lives. So it's like, I don't know how much, I don't know. It's complicated. Yeah. We have complicated, kind of gross feelings about it. But I don't think we're going to really talk about him at all no, for the rest but of this. Having, after knowing that about him um, yes. and then doing my research for this episode, which was watching the rest of the franchise yes. and taking notes, um, I kind of do. I'm kind of like noticing some stuff. It's like mm-hmm. now that I know more about Victor Salvo, it's like, like, oh, interesting choices here. Huh. I don't know how I feel okay. about those choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know what is not complicated? What? This film. <laughs> <laughs> or certainly not the pl- certainly not the plot. <laughs> oh, that took me out. Yeah. <laughs> what is? Do you just? Yeah. Okay. Us, you, we. This is one movie we can very easily summarize yeah. the plot of in one sentence. Um. Yeah. A fucking creepy creeper wants to eat the body parts of people to regenerate its own body. And it goes after a brother and sister named Trish and Derry. And then hilarity ensues. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, uh, we basically have, like, three characters in this film. Yeah. I mean, like, there three are like- main and then two kind of peripherals, yeah. I would say. Um, Derry and Trish, who are siblings. Oh, do you know, did you find out where they live? I know where they are, where they live. Oh, I knew it was shot in Florida, but then it's like, is it Florida or was it just, okay. This entire franchise, all three, the trilogy takes place in North Central Florida. I'm sure that is really important to some people i'm sure i'm sure it. some people are well, like North it matters Central, because Florida. that is that vibe that is the area where the creeper is yeah. like is hunting is yeah. in north central florida yeah so just so okay. you know. so just put yourself into a north central florida state of mind right. <laughs> really get in there you know all those north central florida things and, and so um roads d- uh, and more roads and farms cats scarecrows Scarecrows. But also still crows, though. But crows. And ravens. So we're not scaring them enough. So <laughs> Derry and Trish are on their way home. They're on a road trip home yeah, from, from college. college. They're, they're on their spring break. Bannon. And yeah, they're spending their spring break driving 10 hours and to get home. And they're specifically going the back roads. Why? Um, I think... Well, tr- Derry is kind of bugging Trish about, like, why she agreed why to go back roads. Uh-huh. And I think it's just because she wants some, like, mental space. From and home? Just, yeah, from home and from school, because it sounds like some, she has her poli-sci jock boyfriend that uh-huh. Derry is teasing her about uh-huh. that it seems like she just maybe broke up with. Okay, good and for so, her. And so, I don't know. I honestly think that she just wanted some time to annoy her brother and be annoyed by her brother and uh, have good sibling time. Yeah, and That's just have... I think. That's nice. Oh, I, I think love, they just wanted some I time. that idea. Anyway, so they're taking the long way home. You know, they're going to... They're just they're just so in college. Like they're so in college. Darius, I I don't 
I want to call him Darius because I like the name Darius and I don't like the name Derry, <laughs> even though he is referred to as Derry this entire yeah. film. Is he ever called Darius other than in the deleted yes. line from The Creeper? It says, because remember his name is written on, on his, his underwear. underwear. <laughs> and it says Darius. Is this a moment when we could talk about all the weird things about Darius? <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's get into these characters. Yes. Um, Derry, played by Justin Long. Just first and foremost, Derry, terrible job of keeping his eyes on the road. Yes. Which is my a big pet peeve of mine. Yes. In movies and TV. Uh, well, he's he's not even driving his car. It's his sister's car. I know. And she he, lets him know that. Yes. Yeah, so he She's really like, you are not be. going through stop signs in my car. And he's just really obviously like a college boy. Like he's got his college shirt on. Yeah. That, that like... You know, he's in for like the first two thirds of the film until it gets ripped, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, he's not thinking long term. He's like bringing dirty laundry home, you know. Yeah. But and also just as the film progresses, like he's not thinking their no. long term safety. He's um, thinking with a 22 year old brain. <laughs> yes. And also can I at younger? He's probably like 20. Yeah. Yeah. He's a child. Um, <laughs> That's true. Because she's also still in college and she's the older one. She's the older she's one. She's probably got a 22 year old brain. Yeah. Um, and my favorite or one of the funniest things to me that Darius does in this film is when they hear the Jeepers Creeper song on the radio mm-hmm. and they know they've been told at that point that that is bad news. For bad them. news bears. He turns up yes. the song, <laughs> turns the volume up, and proceeds to scream over. It's <laughs> this is like Darius. Deep breath. We get it. We get it. We get it. He's just, he's got a lot of traumatized stuff going on. Like, he's very, he's at like an 11. Yeah. Basically from the moment he sees the first dead body. <laughs> That's true. He is obsessed with that pipe. Yeah. When like they see the creeper that they don't know is the yeah. creeper yet. Like, because I mean, do we even need to say that like Darius and, and Trish are on the road, right? And they are met with like the super creepy kind of not like in bad shape but old and sort of jerry-rigged yeah truck truck with a vanity license plate that they think says beating you you." but Um, it's actually be eating you so clever um because he's cannibal (laughs) or is he a cannibal i don't know human yeah that's true we will talk about the lore yeah we gotta wait (laughs) hold on let's table table that put a pin in that um yeah, yeah. When and so they, they see, see him, him, yeah, yeah, dropping some sort of sheet down a pipe with red, red stains, stains on it, it. <laughs> roughly the size and shape of a human, an adult human. <laughs> He's obsessed. He's like, we have, have to, to go, go back. And I'm like, why do you have to go back? I know. Trish is like, or we go forward, yes. to a uh, telephone, yes, and we call the cops, right, or an adult. <laughs> um, Trish is an yeah. actual adult. Technically, yeah. they're both adults, no. but are they? Trish, yeah. yeah. No, Trish is with me. Call an adult. Call an, an adultier adult than them. Yes. Um, um, but no, we haven't so, even talked about the weirdest thing about Derry. Yeah. I was going to let you do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The weirdest fucking thing about him <laughs> is that he has a little all black rose tattoo right next Just to his belly Just kind of like curved button, around his, his belly His little button. navel. All sexy like. What is that? What is that? And it's like, it's okay. So it's a setup for the movie so that like. 
so we know we can recognize his, him. So we know it's like his body, and yeah. so that the psychic on the phone can be like, "You have a, rose, have a rose tattoo." tattoo yeah. But it's like he. We see that tattoo because his shirt gets ripped. He also rips yes. off his sleeve. Give him a fucking shoulder tattoo. Give him tattoo? a shoulder tattoo. Like a n- or, or like, yeah, like a back of the shoulder. Yeah. Like, and not a rose. Why a rose? Or, yes, a rose, but, but like, like a nicer rose than that. It was a pretty shitty And there's like no rose, reason yeah. for him to have any sort of connection to rose. I mean, maybe he loves rose. I don't know. Yeah, why I don't know rose? his life. There yeah. are a bunch of people on the internet who are like, well, it's because he's gay. I mean, and I'm like, and like all their evidence for it is like he's quote unquote feminine because he has like his underwear is pink. But <laughs> remember, like, he tells the story it got dyed pink. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. I guess there was also a cut line okay. of Trish saying something like, well, maybe they know something about you that you don't. Oh. Like in an implication. And I, I also heard from random people on the internet uh-huh. talking about deleted scenes uh-huh. and why he's gay uh-huh. about like maybe there was a line about him checking out one of the cops. Oh. So, I mean, maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. I don't necessarily see, like, a weird rose tattoo on your belly. I mean, I guess. That's just weird for anyone. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't necessarily ping is like... What self-respecting gay would get a bad rose tattoo on your It would at least be a good tattoo. It seems... You said when we were watching that, it seemed more like like a frat hazing prank thing, maybe. It's just... It's fucking weird. It's weird. It's a weird choice. So, Derry's weird. And... Trish is, she's better. I don't know how much better, though. I think, you know, we're set up with Derry having a lot of, like, kind of bravado. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm going to go and I'm going to save this person. You know, this this could, what if it was you down there in that pipe dying? You Uh know, we need to go save that person. But, like, when it comes down to it, Trish is really the one who doesn't succumb to the fear in the same way. Right. She still does some stupid shit, though. Well, yeah. Like when she's allowed Derry to go investigate the pipe, which yeah. I don't know why she allowed him to do that. Yeah. Why that happened. But when she lets him go do that and he's down there and she's supposed to be keeping an eye out. Yeah. For. The I know. She just kind of drops the ball. She thinks is, is a murdering murderer. people and like almost ran them off the road a few times now. Ugh. And she's like not paying attention. And then actually. You know, we were talking about like, oh, what are like the those like the nuances in this film that you're like, oh, I like that, like that shot or like, you know, whatever. That actually I do really like that when we like see Trish, her like back is to the road and we can see like headlights start to come down the road. And we're like, oh, it's like Trish, what the fuck is that? It's a big truck. And and then I think the music is starting to play. Trish, don't you hear that music? (laughs) Trish, (laughs) what is your problem? So no, Trish actually has a. Yeah. I don't know. There are a lot of good shots with Trish. There's that one also when they are in the the cop. And the final act is all in the police station, right. and Derry and Trish are hiding out in one room, right. in like an interrogation room. And the creeper is on the other way of the one way mirror and like sniffing Trish through the glass. And like Trish doesn't super really creepy. know. It's like a yeah. really good shot, yeah, because we can like see him doing it and her just like there, not yeah. Trish doesn't. She just doesn't know. She's oblivious. But, you know, she has her big brave moment at the end. She does. She tries to sacrifice herself for her yeah. little brother. That Did was you know really cute. one of the songs on the score is called My Brother's Creeper? <laughs> no! Oh, my God! <laughs> it's so cute! See, who made that? 
that choice? Was it Victor Salva? I don't think Probably so. Probably not. My brother's creeper. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Can we just get deep on how much I love their sibling relationship? Absolutely. You love a sibling relationship. Just, you love I, a brother-sister rela- uh, yes, relationship. Yes, because I have a very good relationship with my brother, yes. sound guy Matt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's the older one. He so is the older one. this is an older sister he's situation. Trish, I'm the dairy. Okay. I'm the one with the questionable tattoo. <laughs> But no, I love, I think, I mean, I think sibling relationships are something that horror should latch onto more often. Sure. I've talked about this before. Sure, yeah. Because I think, like you've said, a lot of our fears are rooted in like childhood yes. moments. Oh my God. Therefore, siblings have a lot of the same rooted fears. It, well, and also a lot of my fears come because my, I have an older sister. Mm-hmm. She's not Trish. She's Derry. I'm Trish. <laughs> but she's an older sister, but she's like. You and Sound Guy Matt are like two years apart. Right, yeah, we're and tight. My we're sister, probably closer to Trish and Derry's age. My sister and I are five and a half years apart. It's a very different vibe. It's a, it's a different vibe, yeah. Um, but because she was older than me, she was doing things that were age appropriate for her, yeah. but like not for me. And like, oh yeah, I, there's like so much stuff that like used to scare the crap out of me that like my sister would watch on TV that right, I thought yeah. was just like the scariest thing. And like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and I just think, yeah, I think there's something there. And I think there's. And then not to mention the like, the physical fights siblings can get into. Like, yeah. I think Sandra tried to smother me with a pillow. I don't know how many yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I beat the shit out of my brother a yeah. few times. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he and wasn't allowed to hit me because I was younger. <laughs> so he, I would just hit the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but that's what I love about siblings. Yeah. I love that they can just be roasting each other. Yes. While still- or, or they don't need to physically fight. They can yeah. verbally fight. Yeah. Yeah. Siblings roast each other. Yeah. Like, nobody's, like, they are so I'm thinking mean of to my each cousins. They were, they fought constantly yeah. growing up. They were never not fighting. Yeah, no, and yeah. Trish and Derry in this film are, like, constantly fighting. Yeah. Which is a really fun dynamic because we also still know that, like, the love is there. Right. Like, they're going to lie for each other about, you know, tell their parents different stories yeah. about what they're doing. Yeah. And, like, they chose to do this 10-hour road trip together. together yeah. Which they didn't have to, and they're, like, checking in on each and other. Even and even when stuff. they have the little, like, calling each other names game. Which is a game. It's a game. First off. And then they're, like... But then it's just like, how ah, you said at, like, ah, oh, that's a repeat. We already said yeah, ass, whatever, yeah. you know. And then they, like, laugh about it. It's just like, yeah, it's like sibling stuff, you no, know. No, they have, yeah. like, multiple games that they play together yes. to keep the road trip going, which well, is so cute. it's like a fucking long one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they play their little vanity play game. Yeah. They do, yeah, what you were just talking about. And then I also love when they finally do see, when they first see the creeper dumping yeah. a body. Yeah. Tracer's, like, wrapped in a sheet. And Derry's, like, wrapped in a rope in a sheet. <laughs> wrapped in a rope in a sheet with red stains <laughs> and then she like has to stop to herself and be like wait this is not a game we're playing yeah yeah, yeah. this is like actually a dead body we should talk about like yeah. they can't even help themselves from getting into that like <laughs> that sibling cadence where everything's kind of a joke in a game yeah like i love it and they just yeah and they also have that moment of fear when they're first being chased by the truck and they you know get run off the road yeah, and then dairy immediately is like beating you point for me <laughs> it's like yeah. you just had a very traumatic moment oh God, dude, you have like, to you joke almost about died, it yeah and you have to immediately joke about yeah. it and they just but then of course does he lose that point when that is not actually i the know I d- yeah they never acknowledge that that would have been a great moment yeah. <laughs> for one of them to just be like oh shit it's bee eating, it's you. Bee eating you yeah like when uh giselle says be it's bee eating you yeah, and then yeah, yeah whoever Whoever she's talking to on the phone, yeah. while the other one is like listening in, yeah. right? That other one could have been just like oh. not a point. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> point I've, Giselle. Just some rewrites. Um, <laughs> but I know I love that. I love I love everything about their sibling relationship. I love that they both 
in different ways kind of get themselves into this situation because like like he has a phone but it doesn't work so she gives him crap about that but he's like oh but i have a power cord and she's like oh but i have a lighter that like a a lighter thing in my car that doesn't work so we can't actually use the power cord uh, to power your phone uh, so it's like they're both fucking up <laughs> they're both fucking up because they are children yeah um well and also it's 2001 and they have like trisha's got kind of an older car yeah and like it's 2001 so like any cell phone justin long would have would not be a particularly functional one yeah yeah because you know this is something else that i thought of just like a like I saw this theme that like we've kind of been noticing through a lot of the films we've watched is like the theme of like the highways mm-hmm. and like rural America and like yeah. sprawl yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. how you can go like just via a highway you can spend so much time being absolutely nowhere mm-hmm. and like nowhere near anything yeah. you might need you know yeah because um, yeah that is a main problem in this film. Yeah, this is exactly it. Like, the, no, that's literally all three films. It's all right because they're like when it's like a bus stranded that's, on the highway and yeah. they like can't and they have to survive against this creeper. Like, yeah, that's that it. is it. every single time. Yeah. They spend a bit of time in like small towns in this one and like right the cat lady that they try to get help from. Yes, <laughs> I love her. I and I also love she does not have a name. She's just the cat. She lady. does not have a character name. She's credited as the cat lady. Yeah. yeah. What else do you need to know? She's got like eighty thousand. Eileen cats. Brennan. Okay. Bring yeah. it, Eileen. Thank you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, what we didn't talk about with their sibling relationship mm-hmm. is also just like, I love that they can love each other in this really big way. That like I think a lot of other horror films would do like romantic tension. Or something they would have two characters who sure. aren't you know they would be like a boyfriend and a girlfriend yeah. and in fact in the first couple minutes of the movie you maybe wouldn't know if these two are boyfriend and girlfriend or if they're like you see mm. two young people in a car sure you might be like oh it's a horror movie maybe it's a boyfriend and girlfriend you know yeah because yeah. yeah, that's often the people like we also get that great little urban legend moment where they're talking about Kenny and Darla. Yes. From 23 the, years ago. Yeah, the, yep. the prom night incident yep. from 78, mm-hmm. you know, and how they have like, they're kind of slightly different versions, you know? And it's like, yeah, cause we have a lot of urban legends about like a young college age, whatever yeah. couple or high school yeah. couple. And you know, um, that's interesting what they do in, so that th- this film is a trilogy, right? But then there's na- there's a, um, like a reboot right called jeepers creepers i think reborn mm-hmm. from like 2000 i think it's like 2021 2022 really really, really recent. recent and it's like completely different it's completely different lore like completely ignores the canon yeah. a lot of the canon of the first trilogy um but what the, the way they open it which i thought was very clever mm-hmm. is with like an elderly couple so it's like it's an elderly man and woman and they're married but they've been married for like 40 years uh, and like they're they at, got that vibe. they're pretty fucking cute too yeah, yeah. And so like that was nice but i i know what you're saying like as, in horror movies but like all movies it's like we do always we do seem to overfocus on like romantic love yeah and it's just like yeah but like sibling love is also a great Right. Awesome kind of love. Right. You know? Yeah. And I just think about how like like I said, because of like budget cut reasons, yeah. they had a different ending written. That was some like epic scene thing where like Derry was gonna kind of like take the creeper's car and drive it into a oncoming train or something. Holy it was gonna shit. be like some big set piece. Ooh, like Derry okay. was gonna try to sacrifice himself. And they were like, and, like no. Yeah. yeah. And they like could not pull that off. But what they did have was about a week worth of footage of 
Gina Phillips and Justin Long improvising their characters' relationships with mm-hmm. each other. And they used a lot of the stuff that they came up with that to like write a new ending that was more character focused, which is the one we get. Right. And I love it. I love the things that she says where she's like, I have everything the same inside. You take me. Mm-hmm. When she's pleading with him to like, mm-hmm. take me. I won't fight. I'm stronger. You want me. Because yeah. she's like so desperate to save. Yeah. She's like being the older sibling in right. that way and being like, we are the same. Because there is that thing in, like, family relationships where yeah. it is, like, we are one unit yeah, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. a way that, like, yeah. I don't know. I like to think that that, because um, Gina Phillips also talked about how she had a brother with, like, a similar age difference. So mm-hmm. it was really mm-hmm. easy for her to sort of step into the role sure. of Trish through that. And I love to think about that line that where she's, like, pleading with the creeper mm-hmm. being something that was actually written by, like, a sister. A sister, yeah. <laughs> you know, an actual, mm-hmm. like, I feel that line mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. of, you know, I have everything the same inside. Mm-hmm. And, like... Right. And that is so touching. But then immediately I'm just like, but you don't, Trish. I know. Because I have some theories about the creeper's predilections. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't work. Nah, it's like theory. the creeper. He was always going to. Because he the always wanted doesn't care that you're an older sibling. Like doesn't the care. Creeper yeah. doesn't care well, about because that. Because what we get pretty early on is that like the creeper is like a fear sensing being. And yeah. like wants the one that's more scared and that's dairy yeah because it, it turns out yeah scared. like i was saying how dairy has that bravado but when it comes to yeah. actual bravery yeah trish is the one who keeps her cool and can be like i am willing to die yeah. to save my brother and, and like that's not fear and when she like meets and when they like encounter the creeper he can like smell darius's fear you know yeah uh, but like just isn't getting it from that's like that's why he wants dairy right? yeah is because he's more scared um another yeah. good sibling moment that i really love mm-hmm. is when giselle is telling them about how she had a prophetic dream and she's like yeah one of you is gonna die screaming one of la- you yeah the mm-hmm. last thing you're gonna hear is the jeepers creepers song uh-huh, yeah. you know blah, blah 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 and dairy is like so desperate to know like who it is uh-huh. how we stop it and uh-huh. he is so terrified yeah for i think either answer he's freaking out either answer you know and like i kind of understand why giselle's just sort of like looks at trish yeah you know because trish is the one who has it together and is the older sibling and needs to like handle those things yeah i don't know poor little brother poor and then then on the other hand i'm like though honestly you fucking started this shit it's true god you didn't get your sister killed i would be so But should we just talk about the creeper? Because we just are talking about the creeper. One thing I will say, just right off the bat, just because we're all, just because I've read way too many interviews. Sure. Um, One thing I do like, what is the name of the actor again who plays the creeper? Yeah, I got that. Hold on. Uh, The creeper is, in the first film at least, it's uh, an actor named Jonathan Breck. Yes, Jonathan Breck. Except for the very last scene, they did put Justin Long in it. It was Justin Long. Because it was his eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like, he actually... um, for his audition, he actually looked up like a bunch of different like animal movements mm. to try to try to inspire Ooh. him. Which the one I really always notice is when he's eating the tongue, he sort of puts his head back and sort of swallows it like a, yeah. beer, a bird, like a and bird. It's like, yeah, and so mm. it's like a really cool uh-huh. choice that he made. Huh. Interesting. But anyway, um, yeah. So the creeper. Oh, God. 
this guy. Okay. So I, again, like I mentioned, my research was just watching the trilogy. I also watched the reboot, um, but I didn't take notes on that one. Uh, and, Cause like it was, it was, it was just its own thing. It was clear very early that they were ignoring a lot of the original yeah. canon. I was like, okay. Um, what I will say about the reboot is that the creeper gets like a pretty significant redesign Ooh. i mean he still like obviously looks like a creeper but like there are some you know aesthetic differences interesting um so yeah. should we start with just what we know about the creeper lore from yep. just this movie before you tell me about the extended, we, the extended the extended lore, lore yeah um because there's some yeah. stuff we know about him from just this one like we know from giselle that well, she says that he's a demon or devil or some hungry thing from some dark time. Yeah. So that's like the closest thing we get to an origin for An him. origin. Yeah. So like we don't, but we don't know. We, there's still a lot we don't know. But we, what we do know is that the creeper is dormant for 23 years. Yes. And every 23rd spring, it's spring specifically. Yes. He comes back for 23 days. Which did you is think when he about, gets to eat. Or maybe they say it later. Did you think about the number 23 and like why that? The best <sighs> I came really. up with was is that 23, 2 divided by 3 is 0. 0.6 repeating. So 6, 6, oh, 6. Oh, that's stupid. That's the bad. Um, that was all I got. And I was like, there are some other Christian sort of stuff. Like he is in a church. He's using like yeah, a desecrated church. That's true. And like he has justin long dairy rather yeah. even says that with all the bodies on the ceiling it's like some psycho version of yeah, the Sistine Chapel. yeah okay, okay we noticeably see trish wearing her cross necklace she does have and a she cross survives necklace. and also yes. when the creeper is attacking the psychic giselle yes she starts praying oh okay and it's like and he doesn't eat her and maybe that's because she's not afraid but yeah. maybe she's not afraid because she has the power of christ of in her jesus heart. Yeah. you know so like there is some christian you're right stuff happening. that's true that's very so, true. like but otherwise i don't know 23 it seems so arbitrary yeah honestly what what's getting like they could have just said every 666 what i'm you know like what i'm chalking up to just kind of the gen like the general mediocrity of this film yeah. <laughs> is that like the creeper does seem in a lot of ways like a Pennywise ripoff. And I know that that's not an, a, a groundbreaking thought. Right. I know a lot of people have had that thought. Like for Pennywise, it's every 27 years. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, Oh, he also is like, does the fear stuff. Right. Sure. I mean, it aren't people are 27 and 23, both prime. No, 27 is no. not prime. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but twenty seven's a perfect cube. Mm. Ooh, I, okay. Now I'm just getting in. <laughs> <laughs> but twenty three yeah, is okay, Anyway, so three cubes. No, stop, 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 stop. Um, so uh, one day instead of a literary quarter, we're gonna have a math math, math quarter. quarter. <laughs> I don't know when, but it's coming. Oh lord. Um, anyway, uh, and, the, and also he, oh, and the feeding off the fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, and I have read it. I've read it. It's been a couple of years now. And like in that book, there sort of is um, a strong hinting that there are other ancient beings akin to Pennywise mm. who feed off other emotions. So this wouldn't be like the same as Pennywise, but would yeah. be like a different so like version there are of other the same ancient beings that, or something. Yeah, yeah, other ancient beings that want. I like, mean, isn't yeah, that other things? Yeah, it all takes place in Dairy too, right? Dairy Maine, yeah. And our character's name is Dairy. Oh shit! Spelled different. Yeah, but, but oh still, god, yeah. I'm pretty sure bad. that's meant to be. Uh, I yeah, think, I think it was a purposeful. Yeah, based on that. Yeah, but that doesn't make it good. 
Yeah, so it's just honestly why 23 years, like, I don't know, because for Pennywise is 27. I don't, I don't know, because they didn't want to be too much of a ripoff, but it was. Um, yeah, so he's got every 23 years, he's got 23 days to eat, basically. Yeah. Um, he can fly. We know that. Yes. In this film. He's got, I wrote down, a wicked cool act. I know, which is like out of nowhere. Where I, he gets it. Yeah. Though I guess in later, in the, in like, at least in the sequel, I remember he also had like, he had like fucking throwing stars. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's got Oh no, no, no. In the the things he gets a hold of over the course of the right. of the trilogy but are supposed astounding. To be like, yeah. But he like makes them, doesn't he? Out he of has like bone, to have. Yeah, out of like his, bone and skin. His understanding of tool use is unparalleled. Right? Yes. But I think he's well, cuz that's the other thing about the creeper that I find so interesting is that he is an artiste. He is a real a so, connoisseur. I have a theory about that. Okay. About so, his art, yeah. artisanal abilities. Cuz I feel like yeah, isn't he making things out of like skin and bone? Yeah, because he's using all of the materials. He's also, like, he seems to have, like, knowledge of metalwork. Okay. I have to tell you about this. Okay, no, we won't. Wait, let's let's bring it back. Okay, just this film. Okay, okay. Okay. So he lives in his old-timey laboratory. He lives in a church. (laughs) A church, right. But it has weird alchemical stuff going on. He does have weird alchemical stuff. It's like a weird alt-timey alchemical library laboratory beneath the church. Because his victims, because remember, they see, we know it from this film. Yes. That they see those two, the high school lovers from 23 years ago, but they're not, they're like in really good shape. Yeah, he has some sort of embalming abilities. Yeah. Either through science or. And he can like sew. And he can sew. Hand sew. He can sew. Flesh together. We see. Our last shot of him is sitting on a bar stool, yeah, doing some little art, <laughs> doing his little art while he's listening to some yes, jazz. And, and we, and he like engraves and like does art on like the handles of his knives. Yeah, and like I mean the way he arranges his bodies in his little yes. psycho Sistine Chapel is like he's an artiste. He has the lovers, the prom the prom night lovers holding hands like yeah they're so they're together arranged. I think. Yeah. yeah they're like arranged together yeah. like it's just it's fucking weird yeah because he definitely has some amount of like conscious thought like he doesn't speak no he's no. not there was a line and they all decided to cut it which i think was the right was choice. the right choice he does not talk yeah yeah but maybe he know, can. But maybe he, he can. We know from Giselle. Somehow she knows she that knows he things. refers to his church as his house of pain. And I have again. I have theory. I have a theory okay. about that. Okay, because that's weird. Like, yeah. how does she know that? And yeah. is he just calling that in his head? In which case, she's knowing things from inside his head. Like what? Yeah. What? Yeah. And he also has like a. Uh, some sort of thing with like crows and ravens. Yeah. At one point we hear coyotes howling before he appears. Oh, sure. And like I, the cats seem extra freaked out. The cats be cats. Yeah. To All the cats that the cat lady has don't really like, don't like having him around. Yeah. So he does seem, he has like the power to summon or like control over crows and ravens. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. Or it's is just like a pretty straightforward death omen. I was going to say, is that a power that he has or is it just crows being drawn to this? place of death you know what i, I mean? think he can control them i he is interesting because like i said yeah. with jonathan breck studying animals 
like it does make and because he takes these different body parts he is this real like chimera figure yeah within this interesting like he's human parts on like this kind of hybrid animalistic body humanoid yeah yeah like still bipedal but like green and scaly he's got the weird and re- i don't even know what you call the thing that comes out of his face that's it's kind like of insectoid web. webby yeah weird and, and he's, he's got the wings he's yeah. got wings he's got razor sharp teeth and claws yeah and like and like talons, talons. On his, yeah we don't see it in this film but i yeah. remember him having talons talons so yeah. very like but that's just what yeah. we know from this film oh except for one other thing which is that often the power goes out before he shows up and i don't know if that's uh. a power or if that's like like some sort of i mean like supernatural power uh-huh. or if he is literally like i'm just gonna clip this wire here and like, right i'm just gonna get out my emp and <laughs> I don't know. I don't he know. Might, Do they let not? Me, let me tell you. The yeah, tell t- me more from the, of the lore from the later films. Tell Maybe me, it'll shed light. Tell me about. T- let me tell you about the technological shit this creeper gets up to. Okay, yeah. In the second and third film. So let me just take a couple seconds. Let me just give you and anyone listening a rundown of the what happens in the second and third Jeepers okay. Creepers films through the lens of the, the creeper. creeper. Yeah. So. Uh, this movie, Jeepers Creepers 2, focuses on two groups of people, a like farmer family, like a father-son, who recently lost their youngest like son slash brother to the Creeper, okay, was okay. a victim of the Creeper. And mm. I think, you know, the good old-fashioned, nobody believes them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, once again, I'm thinking of the behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> right. Of it being a young boy. Being, uh. Yeah. Um. But the second is a school bus full of mostly adolescent basketball players, but also, so it's supposed to be a basketball team. They're supposed to have gone to play a basketball, an away basketball game, but they do not have enough basketball players for a team in that school bus. And is it a boys basketball team? Because I remember there being at least one girl. There is what is supposed to be most of a, a basketball team and three cheerleaders. So they must have split buses. They must have had more than one bus. Maybe some people got right. They like carpooled. They could only afford the one bus and other people carpooled in like a van or something. You know, small towns. So small towns do shit like that. Yeah. So uh, like uh, not enough boys for a boys basketball team. Not enough cheerleaders and three staff, two coaches and a bus driver. Okay. So and the the staff, the coaches and the bus driver are picked off very quickly. Yeah, they don't make it past the first act. Um, but honestly, I the really, creeper is efficient, and we'll give him that. I did really thoroughly enjoy watching Jeepers Creepers. I too. remember liking it the is, second one more than the first in certain ways. It's a very entertaining three act play, and I think it it hit me more in that um, teen murder sure. genre that I love. Right, right, right. Yes. Yes, uh, definitely some YA stuff happening. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. Um, so with yeah. like the girl on the bus who has having psychic visions. Yes. Like, yeah, that's so YA fantasy novel. Yeah. Um, so it is like a pretty classic three act structure. Like the first act, we're just developing the characters mm-hmm. and kind of setting the scene. You know, meeting everyone. Act two is like the attack on the school bus that everybody mm-hmm. remembers from yeah, Jeepers yeah. Creepers. It's basically the entire second act, and then Act three is like the climax where like our two groups of people finally come together and like have their last battle royale with with the creeper before um, the, because that is happening on the twenty third day. Right, it's so, the last day. This movie movie is the first. The second movie is the last. The third one takes place in between, in between the two. Yeah. So the first film, the one with Darius and, mm-hmm. and Trish, um, is taking place when the Creeper has five days left. Oh, I thought it was his first day. No. Okay. Five days left. 
the second film takes place three days later oh. when he's got two days left. And then, yes, the third film takes place in between. Weird. I know. It's super weird. Odd choices. Yeah. I mean, I think they just had to figure out how to like, how can we maximize the use of this creeper? Which is like at three movies over the course of five days. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so... They definitely, for the second and third ones, you were mentioning the budget cuts they had to deal with in the first one. In the second and third one, they got so much fucking money. And well, because the tell. first one did, like, way better than people really, thought it really would. Really, well, yeah. Um, so they get so much fucking money. The Creeper... We talked about the fact that, like, Francis Ford Coppola was a producer on the first one. Right, because... It's fucking... Because he took on Victor Salva as, like, like, a, a protege. protege. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's just, like, weird. <laughs> Very weird. Um, so they have so much more money. So every chance they get... Like, the creeper is flying multiple times. And, like, we get to see him yeah, fly and, yeah. like, take and off the first and one, it's, like, kind of a surprise. Yeah. It's, like, he's getting places quickly and we don't really know how. But it's yeah. a while before we see his wings. Yeah. So the, the wings are out much, much more in the second one. Um, yeah. For the first one, there's a long time where we really could think it was just, like, a person. Yeah. And, and then, and just in general, it's much gorier. It's a lot mm. more like they actually like show the like blood and guts a little bit more, you know. Um, and what I thought was really interesting is that there was this character. There's a character in Jeepers Creepers too, Scotty, okay. who's one of the basketball players. And Scotty, I know. And they are really setting him up to be a final boy. Oh. They were really setting him up. Like we were really focusing on Scotty and like his deal because um what yes what does happen is there's a character um her name you're never going to guess her name. The kind of psychic-y one. Oh. Minxy. No. Yes. I hate it. Minxy. So God, we have Giselle, which is like a Jezebel thing. Yeah. And then Minxie, Minxie. like you, you sly Minx. I don't. Mm. Like calling a teenage girl. Minxie. It's a weird choice. It's I don't weird, like it. I don't. Anyway, so Minxie is the one having these psychic visions. But and also it's something I could see a teenage girl deciding to call herself. Ma- maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, and she has the psychic vision. So this is something that it seems to be canon, that the creeper might trigger like psychic knowledge okay. yeah in like the p- people nearby who are okay. maybe more susceptible to such a yeah. thing right because we're definitely going to talk about Giselle a little bit more later yeah. as part of my literary corner yeah but I'm curious about how it is that psychics just also exist in this world don't worry about it <laughs> right well and then so Minxy has like because of the the proximity of the creeper yeah. that seems to be that that's what's like triggering this yeah and she tells them kind of she does serve the same function as Giselle in a lot of ways from the first one she's just like oh she says um that the creeper has been around for quote thousands of years yeah which Doubt. I, I'm not buying, and um, that she's that he we established that he's using its sense of smell to decide who to take, right? Yeah, and that like certain people have already been marked as like mm-hmm. he wants you guys. You, yeah, he wants a certain body part from you. He yeah, likes yeah, your yeah. smell. And I will it, say a line that I really love from Giselle speaking yeah. about his eating people. Yeah, she has that one about I think it's eaten too many hearts for its own to ever stop. Yeah, <laughs> that's Ooh, like a good line. That's I'll deep. give him that. Yeah. That's a good line. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, exactly. And 
And then, and one of the people who's been like marked is Scotty, mm-hmm. and Scotty's kind of freaking out. We're going on that journey with him, yeah. and they're just giving him final boy vibes, and he dies like pretty unceremoniously, like oh. at the end of Act Two before Act Three starts. Like he just basically gets like he gets got and carried away. Yeah. Well, like I guess by it's the creeper of, and it's interesting because I feel like he's gone for the rest of the film. There's yeah. sort of an interesting thing with Derry too, where there are a lot of markers of Trish being the one who's going to die. Mm-hmm. Where she has that line where she's like, "The first time she heard the story about the prom kids who died, uh-huh. she always thought that she would die on this road one day." Uh-huh. She like literally says that. Yeah. And like, tri- um, when Giselle's talking about seeing one of them die, she looks to Trish, not to Derry, in mm-hmm. a way that implies that Trish is going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a lot of things that sort of make it seem like Trish is going to die and Derry is going to be our final boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it's interesting that then it happened again with Scotty. It does. Yeah. As like a subversion, almost a subversion of the final girl thing, except we're not, because then except we still end not. up with the final girl. Basically. Yeah. So it's like, I think a few people survive this. Okay. Film, but yeah. Y- yeah. Um, yeah. It definitely does seem to kind of be playing I think with there was something idea. else, though. There is something else, though, in this film where there are more men who die than women. I don't know. Right. Or like men in terror. I noticed. Because we see often in horror movies, women screaming. That's the whole scream queen thing. Right. Yeah. We see so many men screaming. Right. I have noticed that the creeper does seem to, yeah, quote unquote, pick out mostly men. And And I would love for us young men, especially those boys on the bus. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think like, I think one girl dies of the three cheerleaders. Like one girl I mean, how many girls do any women or girls die in the first one? mm, The cat lady. The cat lady. Yeah. Because she messed with them. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. Yeah. She went after him. Yeah. I don't think he necessarily wanted to kill her. Right. And I would like to Because the deleted line is even that she didn't smell so good. Like he didn't have any interest in Because she wasn't scared. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, But- also, please recall that in the first film, as the cop, they finally get a hold of some cops and they're following yeah. Gary and Trish. The cop, the, there's a female cop who's driving oh, that's who true. gets incapacitated very quickly, and then the male cop in the passenger seat gets decapitated. And then the creeper basically makes, makes out, out with, with him, him, yeah, to eat his tongue, to eat his tongue like a like a duck or some other kind of bird would. Yeah, yeah. no, there are some weird like sexy moments with the creeper. That one, and I also got those vibe when he's like sniffing Trish and Dairy, oh. and he's especially sniffing all up on. Can dairy. I tell you what he does in the second one? Hmm. He's like up on the glass because they're at a school bus. He's yeah. like up on the glass and he's oh. like licking the glass. Oh my! Well, he, he- licks. Dairy or he Trish? Licks, and he like I forget which one he licks. And he licks he like, Dairy, I think. I think so. And he also in the second one winks at one no! of the one of the basketball players. Oh, I, I feel bad. I, I feel know. gross inside. So there is like it's this is, you know, kind of what I was alluding to earlier. Like there is this weird, like pedophilic under vibe a uh, little. Yeah. Especially in the second one, you know? Yeah. And like certainly like homosexuality well certainly homosexuality yeah that's for sure a definite yeah like this creeper the, like, yeah. is like which could have been fun super gay. but instead it's uh so that's the second one the third one so oh wait what about his technological know-how oh shit yeah so in the second one we get so he we know by the second one that he knows how to drive he knows how to sew he can smash through whatever the ceiling of a school bus is made of. Oh, damn. He's strong. He literally smashes through it. He can create ninja stars, right? right. That appear to make that appear to be made of human skin. Like claws. Like Doesn't one of them have like a tattoo on it? 
Yeah, it has Derry's tattoo, tattoo on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how you know. Yeah, that it's fucking Derry. That he did his stupid yeah. dumb tattoo. Yeah, and so skin and like claws. Like I don't know if his claws like come, oh he sheds if them. he sheds like a cat because <laughs> he's sort of an animal. Kind of, but like these like claw things and like metal. What looks like something that would require some form of soldering. Damn, dude. And he can throw them. And so he does because he can throw weapons. He, he's he's proficient in melee and range. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention unarmed. <laughs> unarmed, yeah. And there is uh, some, you know, kind of like a, a theory that perhaps the creeper has like telekinetic power over his weapons to like kind oh. of aim them well, there's, or if he's just that good because there's the thing about like when he eats somebody they become a part of him right he has a part of them so if he has a part of dairy then if he then makes a weapon out of dairy that should also be a part of him because dairy is a part of him Ooh, so see, that makes yeah, maybe that like yeah. psychically makes sense psychically to me. yeah so because he's just like so fucking good at making and using weapons that yeah. it's like what yeah though so- i mean if he's had thousands of years to exactly. practice jesus christ he's not thousands of years old well and plus, <laughs> even if he was for 23 days ever 23 like what does that add up to what does that add up to i'm not going to do the math because this is not math corner but <laughs> when i don't is, think it's thousands of years <laughs> you'll know when it is um and he has to eat a lot during that time he really does i don't yeah. know that he's sleeping but no he does I we, do. it's pretty well considered he's not sleeping while he's, uh, yeah. he's up that 23 days yeah now. i didn't i didn't think so yeah. because i don't think Darian and trish get a moment to sleep no Definitely not. And he's still definitely around doing shit. Um, so, yeah. So he can do that stuff. Um, oh, what else he does? Because we know that he can run. He's mm-hmm. a pretty fast runner. We know he can fly. Um, and in the second one, he does this absolutely ridiculous thing where he he basically hops like a frog. Because <laughs> he's an animal. Yes. He's a chimera. Yeah. He like literally hops and like this giant creeper being in his weird trench coat yeah. like hopping like a frog. He does weird chimera stuff. It's it, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I kind of don't hate it, but it's weird. And yeah. So the and we know also that like basically the sounds he can make are like low growls mostly. Mm-hmm. But especially in the third one, he does get much louder. He like screeches and roars. Oh. Yeah. Like, he roars so loud that it breaks a car window. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Super weird. Yeah. I don't know any animal doing that. Um, Because he's just some guy. Um, <laughs> so that's the second one. And the third one, yeah, he becomes louder and the tech use becomes even more outlandish. When I tell you what this creeper <laughs> oh, no. has done to his car, oh, it's astounding. I mean, even the, apparently the truck, I don't know enough about cars to know this, but no. the truck in the first one. It has like, been like souped up in yeah. some way. That yeah. car should not be able to go that fast. Yeah. According to people who knows. He no put cars, on yeah. some sort of truck bed in the back so that it became more of like a, a holding area yeah. for his other dead bodies that he collects. Like he is a mechanic. Yes. <laughs> as well as an artiste. Yes. <laughs> um, so in the third film, this is where shit gets real weird. So the this is what the third one was not good. I like <laughs> I don't really recommend it. What, because what the third film tried to do was like the entire film it was like this is when we're gonna like find out what this thing is and how we take it down and there's like a cop working with a woman that the the community is largely considered crazy because she knows about this creeper and has been talking about it for the last 23 years oh, right so like a new Giselle a new Giselle and they won't like because uh, sorry back it up the first film the first movie starts with 
the 20 the 23 years previous yeah with another one of the creepers victims which was like her brother or something uh, right and so what that creep the creeper victim does is he's got a machete and then you know what the creeper does he like grabs him and like because he he's strong enough to at least lift himself up and one other person yeah and like takes him well but, he's strong enough to burst through a bus i'm sure he can carry somebody with yeah. his wings <laughs> so God. pretty big wings yeah um what happens is the guy chops off the creeper's arm with his machete as he's being carried to his death and the creeper arm falls and so the creeper arm is like a player in the film Mm -hmm. and whenever it is touched like ungloved unprotected um, the person who touches it feels like an immense sense of anxiety and fear and like learns more More about about the creeper that's a classic thing it's classic but the thing is is that they fucked it up <laughs> they just made I don't know they they did a bad job with it or like could have done so much better because they like they were told like we're made to understand that like the two main characters like know now and then they like leave a sign for the creeper because the creeper is stalking them right and, and can read and can read <laughs> and it says like we know what you are okay. and the creeper gets really mad about it so the creeper can read and I did find that interesting in the first one where he like doesn't seem to want to be noticed or well known like he has opportunities to just fucking decimate the diner where Derry and right. Trish go to hang true, out yeah. but he like doesn't he waits until like it's darker yeah. he waits until they're back on the road yeah. like he also goes out of he like is willing to burn down his house of pain yes before so that the cops can't find information about him I guess like he's like really interested in being inconspicuous which I do find interesting about him right and in, like that that matters to him and then what we see actually in Jeepers Creepers 3 he actively destroys evidence to like keep others from understanding him and like when at the end of the film he finds like his hand or he's given back his hand he like oh no I don't know he's in possession of a a (laughs) old a body part of his that he's since regrown right and he like literally crushes it into dust Like, yeah, he, so. That was the other interesting thing He's very self, like, self-aware. Yeah. He's, um, he's organized. He is. Really organized. He's smart, like, cunning. Yes. Like a fox. So, um, and then this third film has, like, even more improbable violence. It's absolutely ridiculous. Cooper's got a creep. There's a character, okay, so there's these two characters, one of that have gigantic fucking guns attached to their trucks. As like, one does. Have you then... heard like a, it's called a mini gun, even though it is not mini. <laughs> it's like literally like a tank gun. It's oh, huge. I'm sure it's a mini version of the tank. <laughs> of the tank, whatever. So like one character has this like mini gun on his truck and is shooting at the creeper's truck and it is bulletproof. What? And the bullets ricochet no. off uh, of the creeper's truck and hit the dude no. shooting the minigun. I, okay, if he's only alive every 23 years for 23 days. How is this car how, being kept up? How is this car being kept up? Who is running maintenance on this car? Can I tell? So it's not just dead when he wakes up in 23 years. How is he staying up on the latest ammo technology? <laughs> no, no, no. I need to, t- there's more about the car. No. <laughs> there's more about the car. So the tailpipe, there's at one point a tailpipe. Mm-hmm. Um, out of it shoots a spear on a rope just out of the tailpipe. What? Yes, to because there were these four, you know, 
juvenile delinquent boys yeah. like who find the creeper van oh god and they're like oh this thing's weird so he has it like trapped it's booby trapped like to what to no like well to the nth degree it's booby trapped so it's booby trapped i guess he learned his lesson after Derry got down his pipe i guess i, I don't like, know but he tied to booby trap all the pipes i own <laughs> but this would have happened literally like two days later <laughs> god damn where did he find the time <laughs> let alone the skill and then not only that but like so yeah so he's got the truck bed like it's a bed so like there's the big opening in the back right and if like you're not careful it's booby trapped to have like razor sharp no. spikes like come down like Why? some come up some come down to meet like and a mouth like, closing. Like a mouth closing. Yeah. Like his own teeth. Yeah. That's stupid. It's ridiculous. Why would he need it? Even? And then I'm not done, no! baby. There's more. And then he has some sort of like incendiary device or bomb that he can dislodge from the bottom of the car. No, well, just ready to go. That can n- navigate to a target and explode. Does it have skin on it? No, it's made of metal. (sighs) Then that doesn't even make sense with his perhaps psychic telekinetic ability. It doesn't make sense. And then there's one more booby trap in the car. In the, like, the back of his car where there's, like, there's back seats, kind of, like, back rows, whatever. Maybe his car is, like, the Ghost Rider's Hell Charger where it can, like, take on different forms, but it's actually, like, an infernal stallion. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Like, it is something that adapts and like can become whatever s- it disguised needs to be. as you know this thing, but it is like mm-hmm. also a a thing of death. Yeah. Like he is. That's yeah. all I can think of because this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. One more thing, <laughs> they like there's this booby trap basically that like they're you know um, in the van that like this low lying spike that will like go through. So like basically to like get somebody's foot or leg Ugh. or something. I don't know. Super fucked. And but what's really great is that our kind of final girl like, i think a couple people survive um Addie addison yeah. whatever um her name is she like she tricks him and like gets him on the the floor of his truck Ooh. and like spikes him through the head it was pretty good pretty it, smart. however like um like a psycho killer in a slasher the creeper does seem incredibly difficult to <laughs> i do like to put down they have that line i think it's like after she runs trish runs him over with her car because mm-hmm. he's literally just some guy hit him with your car right <laughs> We're going to say more about that. Yes. Um, but no, she hits him with her car. Um, and Derek is like, do you think he's dead? And she's like, no, I don't think he just will die. No. Like people don't just like these kind of things do not just die. They're not just going to die. And then she's smart enough to hit him with her car. A couple more times. Several more times. But it's and for still- some reason, Derry is like, let's just run. Don't do it again. Yeah. Like be supportive of your sister. Yeah. She's right. She should hit him with her car. And it's her car. Let her let her hit him with her car. And she does. She gets some good ones. She really gets. She gets him. She, she even like get. pretends to stall. So that he'll come closer so that she can then get him. Nice. It's really good. But yeah, I don't like, uh, but also like it really doesn't do much. Like it fucks right. up his wing and it incapacitates it, it, it him. It buys some time. It buys some time. Yeah. Is Which all is it does. what they needed. Really. Yeah. They yeah. needed in that moment. So, oh, also in, um, the, in the second film, we learn of some very important lore over the radio, which the creeper is scanning. It's like just scanning the radio, just like hitting the buttons. And I'm like, what are you looking for? 
Probably another good song. His Jeepers Creepers song. Yeah. Like, are you some good music? Are you trying to hear a news report because yeah. you seem like aware of other people being aware? He's trying of to you? decide what body part he wants to eat next based on what based song on he the hears. Song that comes out, maybe. Like if there's a song so about. <laughs> then we, it, when that's happening, we get to hear a news report basically about like finding not the church because it would have burned down. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, at the church, like as it's burned down, like finding reports of over 300 bodies oh some of which over 200 years old okay sewn together okay. but somehow still well preserved okay 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 yeah, yeah. That, that probably was in the church then yeah so unless the, he has multiple layers well kind of sounds like he's had the main one and then when yeah, the church that's burned down he, he had to move yeah because then the he's just in like down a meat packing factory yeah or whatever yeah. that yeah but which is not as nice of a setup no. As an artiste, I bet he was very disappointed. Yeah, a little bit more industrial, a little like, more sanitized. Mm, I'm going to yeah. definitely have to put up the decorations in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he has basically until like the morning of the 24th day mm. to go away. And But like, where does he go? So I he know. goes dormant. Like, yeah. basically, it's a dormancy. But like, does he need time to get to where he will, will go? Will he just dormant? fall over? <laughs> Exactly. Or like, will he just like get himself up in like a scarecrow perch and just be, be a, a scarecrow? scarecrow? I don't know. That's not my scarecrow. <laughs> um, and then after the second one, at the end of the second one, we see that the 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 main man who lost his son to oh, the yeah, creeper yeah, yeah. has like gotten the creeper and as he's been like chained up and it's been 23 years later, right? And he's like got the creeper like pinned up in his barn and like knows that the creeper's going to be right. coming back around pretty soon and is ready to like shoot it with his harpoon. Because he couldn't shoot it when it was hibernating? But like it it like doesn't do anything or so. I don't know. Oh, why, why he, why, like it's in stasis and therefore just, no damage can be done to it. I don't know. It's just like it's in stasis. I don't know why he didn't do something that makes more sense. Yeah. Because then oh, – oh, because he knows it's dormant so he – he puts it up in his barn and sells it like as a roadside attraction. Right. Calls it the bad out of hell. And like people yeah. come to pay money to see. Which, you know. Honestly, props. smart. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the, but it's getting close to being. Try burning it. I don't know. But it's getting. Holy cl- water. <laughs> it's getting close to being 23 years. So you got to like, you know. Yeah. Uh, get ready to. Put Maybe it he back just down really again. wants it alive so that he can watch it suffer and die. Maybe. You know? Did kill his son. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but. I mean, he's lucky nothing happened to him in those 23 years. Yeah, right. But he has another son who's also aware of the situation. I'm sure it's well known. Maybe bring Trish in on it. Right. Get Trish in on it. Yep. She shows up at the end of the third one. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, At the end of that 23 years, the creature the creeper does look like quite emaciated like Mm. pretty withered and like old and yeah i do in not good shape we do get the moment in the first one after he's rifled through Derry's car and he leaves like a fingerprint and the cop finds it and somehow knows right away that it's like old dead skin yeah (laughs) i don't know if the cop knew it right away. how that cop but that is interesting that he like sheds old dead skin like he is constantly sort of decaying yeah and needing new body parts and And so like yeah how does he sustain himself during his hibernation and he gets those new body parts by eating his victims oh yeah and uh, like gaining whatever he eats of theirs like for darius eats his eyes right yeah so then he can see and then but then in this there is that one in the second one where he literally takes his head off and like puts 
a Which new means he head didn't even on eat the head. No, he didn't eat the head. Yeah, he just, he just put like, it kind of puts on. it on. Yeah. So does he not even need to eat them? He just chooses to. Or maybe with or the does head, he it's even different. Eat them because the only actually body part we see him eat is the tongue, which maybe was just him putting it in place. Maybe that's why he took so long making out with it because he was getting the tongue in space. Uh, sure. Because maybe he just pops out the eyes and pops a new one. We like don't. We just hear that he eats them from other people. Right. That he's eating or just somehow. No, but we do see him actually, no, in the prison because he, he yes. attacks the guards. I mean, the, with the, the prisoners first. He attacks yes. the pr- Yeah. And he does eat that. And then he has the arm with the yeah. same tattoo on it. Yeah. So we know that it's. So I yeah. guess he is eating them. So yeah, he kind of like. What the fuck with the head? <laughs> that's, a mis- that's an inconsistency. I know. It's a gro- in the creeper's lore. It's a gross oversight. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, but that does question how much he is getting other than just like. Like, to be able to see with the eyes and breathe with the lungs. If yeah. you have a brain. Right. Do you know what that person knew? Exactly. And, so, like, if these people are becoming part of him, is he yeah. now a little bit dairy? Yeah, there does seem to be, like, a, like a telekinetic or, like, psychic connection. Yeah. Um, certainly that, like, the creeper sort of, like, permeates that yeah. affects people around him. Which could and, explain like, animals. some of his know-how. Even though he is yeah. only alive for 23 days every 23 years. Yeah. If he is like psychically either through eating people. Yeah. Or like, just he, like he just like his aura. really, really good mechanics. And yeah. Like just knows a lot about. Yeah. When he went to go get his truck, he was like, oh, you seem to know a lot about this truck. I'm nom 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 nom. But like what part of a mechanic do you eat? Like, do you eat its brain? Like, is yeah, how much of it is muscle memory? <laughs> is this a eat your brains to acquire your knowledge situation? Yeah. Right? Like, could I just... We don't know. Could you eat its heart just to gain all of its powers? Because that's, like, an often Because it's thing. the heart, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, the, the thing. One. Yeah, yeah, you eat the heart to gain its power. I don't know. Well, in the there is a comic book where it's... Oh, he's, like, it's, mistaken for Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, and he's... In Mayan times. And then there are, like, yeah, ancient Mesoamerican cultures that would, like, make sacrifices. Sacrifice, yeah. yeah. Which... I of hearts, know. I think, yeah. I don't know about accepting that into my personal canon, Oh, but. so, yeah. So, this is... This creeper is just fucking weird, right? And... Oh, and in the third one, one of the characters refers to the creeper as ancient. Yeah. And I'm just not buying it. Because... I'm not As either. we've been saying, he's, he's a guy. literally just some guy. He's a guy. Hit him with your car! <laughs> like, all you have to do is just get off the highway. Oh, yeah. Like, just literally go to... like. I don't he's know. so fucking like the fact that he spent so long just like ramming people with his car mm-hmm. is like of all things. Yeah. And so then going back to his little church house, he does seem like like what is that? He does seem like playful with his victims. Like he does like he does mess with them, which I guess a part of it is to make them afraid to see sure. if he gets a whiff of what he like. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I get that. But then also he just sort of like he dumps some bodies and then he drives off and it's like in middle of the day and is that just to look for bodies or like is he doing other like where does he go with his day right does he go to his i don't know a sewing class does he learn the latest techniques of yeah mechanical and work so like, like, I wonder, does he just enjoy a good drive <laughs> right and so like is he transporting bodies like is he in the same like he's in that church until it burns down yeah but like he burns it down as far as we that's know it's true him. he burns it down like yeah. he chooses to burn it down he knew he needed to yeah Which, so he is consistently destroying evidence yeah he's very self-aware yeah and like he wears people clothes and which like, is like to be disguised yeah but like and also like what's up with his hair he's got like this weird just like 
so back <sighs> strip of white hair. I mean, I think the thought is that like he wouldn't have his own hair unless he ate it. Okay. So that's like hair he ate. Okay. You know, or something. I right? Because how would man. he have his own hair? He doesn't have his own anything. I don't know. I don't. Do you want? Because. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> if the creeper is ancient, let's just entertain okay. the, the idea. idea, even though it's stupid. Okay, no, <laughs> I not have a true. About how he's he just could some be guy. Ancient. Because as okay. far, okay. So my my pretty little head cannon. Yeah, I have my wrote down in my head cannon. Okay, so as my well. pretty little cannon. Because we see in the church down in the basement, yes. he has like some sort of little alchemy setup sure. with some sort of altar with like some sort of demon carved into it. Oh, uh huh. Right, that comes my- up in the reboot. Oh, okay, okay. So my the best I can do with him being ancient yes. is that this is some some sort of priest who made some sort of deal with some sort of demon. You too. You very too. similar to yeah, my head cannon. Like, yes, yes. To get like, and maybe, I, maybe even this wasn't how he wanted the deal to go, but looking for like a mortal life. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And that like the deal is then was maybe subverted by this demon, and he is now, you know partially possessed by this demon yes. filled with this demon hunger but he's still just some guy he's just a guy yeah. he's just some guy that is but really also the similar. demon is ancient you know what i yes. mean that is really similar to my head and cannon. like maybe yeah. this isn't the first person that the demon has made some sort of deal with oh definitely not right and maybe the, has been around in north central florida but like i know the scene was deleted but this version of this guy has a southern twang <laughs> Right, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so in the the deleted scene where the creeper does actually get a line, yeah, he has like a an American like an American South, yeah, kind Southern of. accent, yeah, yeah. And apparently, that is just what the the actor. I, I who, think that might just that's be just his, his he, voice. Yeah, it was just his voice. I but love like, that for him. But like, yeah, that just sort of adds to him just being some guy. And I know it's deleted, so maybe we shouldn't count it. But like, yeah, it fits in my under like. Or excuse me, did he eat a voice box? <laughs> Did he eat vocal cords? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, I and don't it just know. Gave him an accent. Yeah. So <laughs> that's well. totally so similar to my head cannon. Yeah. So the creeper's just some guy. So actually, not so much like a dark priest, but more like I was thinking more Hellraiser vibes. Like okay, like um a person just like want just like a regular person wanting more power, like getting into the dark arts, getting into the dark arts, or like. You know, yeah. My uh, only reason for an act of their own hubris, like getting involved in something they didn't mean to. My only reason for saying some sort of priest is because I got some vibes in like the church with that Christian subversion stuff, totally, totally, and like the fucked up Sistine Chapel and things like that, where it had the vibes of how like the satanic panic Christian understanding of satanic cults are like obsessed with Christianity. Yeah, he's like weirdly obsessed with Christianity. This is fair. While destroying, you know, while desecrating, you know. That, like that was the vibe though he doesn't need to be a priest for that he could just been like i guess i wasn't even like giving him that much credit because yeah. he is just some guy because he's just some guy <laughs> guy so i think he's some guy who got caught up maybe like trying to seek out more power yeah maybe some like sick twisted like pleasure game or something yeah. maybe got in over his head whatever with some dark forces or black yeah. magic or whatever yeah a demon whatever and became the creeper yeah and he is just one the newest in a long line right. of creepers i think that makes more sense yeah and is a better story that because if like that creepers have been around for thousands of years 
and he's just one of them. Right. And then it would make sense like, for like him Black to Like Black Panther. Have... Like anyone can have the powers of yeah. Black Panther. Not anyone. But right. like multiple but it is, people. It's something that is like kind of passed down. Yeah. It's multiple. like generational. Yeah. Or like other people can take up the mantle. Have the power of the Black yeah, Panther. Yeah. If they go through the ritual. Perhaps this guy. To become the creeper. Yeah. Went through the ritual. That but for the creeper. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a guy. Because there's just so many things he does that, that are just like he's such not a, ancient. I'm uh, he's sorry, just bro. such a guy. Yeah, like he thinks he's so. He loves his little bee eating you. Yes, vanity license plate, which he had to make. He had to make it himself. He took the time to make that. That's has, such a guy thing. <laughs> not like in a gendered way, but like in a human a way. Just like a human. He, like yes. it's such a guy. Like he's just some guy. Just obviously a human. Yeah. And because while, you know, just as far as just in the creature design, like, yes, there are inhuman things about him. The wings and the talons and the weird face yeah. web. And like his like, movements are all animalistic. I suppose. But like he is also just a guy. And, like he just sort of like, walks just, around he like looks, some guy. Like he has the silhouette of a human he's wearing human clothes he just he he does so many little like joke things that are like funny to him (laughs) in a way that's just like so some guy just a guy and the way that like i don't know freddy krueger is kind of just some guy sure yeah you know yes he's also the supernatural being who's like infecting dreams or whatever but he was also originally just some guy just a guy and he does things that are just things that like some guy would do yeah I've just like have that vibe so, from the creeper. I do also just want to say that like again, I did watch also the reboot. Yeah, but didn't take notes. But that I think the reboot goes into that a lot more. Yeah, there's like a little bit more like voodoo. There's like it's kind of alluded that there's like a creeper cult. Oh, um, again, like in the if we if we pay attention to the comic book, right? Yeah, that like there are like you know ancient. Mesoamerican societies and and cool. civilizations like making yeah um ritual like yeah. rituals and sacrifices which is yeah super cool and not racist <laughs> yeah yeah well you know can I I think we're just about that's so uh, that's the thesis statement yeah he's a guy he's the a guy hit a guy. him with your car hit him with your car like Trish did but yeah. Derry was like don't do that don't do um like oh now you want to run away Derry now now Derry Anyway, um, so that's the thesis. The creeper is a guy um, and can do crazy things. Yeah. Like he's just a guy who always loved the arts. And now he finally has the time to really pursue his passions. He works with his he works well with his hands. He likes working with his hands. He does. Yep. And also he kills to eat. Whatever. It's fine. So but yeah, speaking of the definitely not racist, it's like. You know, the character of Giselle, who we haven't oh, really talked about, we yeah, need to get let's into. Get it's into like, Giselle. like, immediately, she, like, really gives off, like, magical Negro vibes. I know. And it's like, really? I didn't realize it at first because we just, we meet her on the phone first. Uh huh. And I, like, didn't remember her enough this sure. time from the first time I watched it. And then once she appeared, I was like, oh. Oh, no. Interesting choice. Yeah. As, like, the only person of color in this whole And isn't movie. she, like, call him baby and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she has that. Yeah. Because it is just sort of, like, she is the only other supernatural element that we have in this in the first one. Obviously, it gets right. expanded later. But for the first one, it's, like, we have the creeper. Yeah. And we have this one magical lady <laughs> who is black. Who <laughs> seems to have a history of these what appear to be psychic, psychic abilities visions. yeah but like everybody really thinks she's crazy get kicked so. into high gear when the creepers are yeah and like she seems to have knowledge of what the creeper thinks and knows which is yes. pretty interesting 
so this is actually one of the things actually yeah as a bit of a bridge between these two points i am a little bit like confused about whether the song jeepers creepers playing Uh is like a foretelling of his coming that he causes or if it's just that she had a vision of that song playing when Derry died right and when it played in the car that actually was that was actually just sort of like a coincidence you know because it wasn't actually the old timey jeepers creepers it was a different version it was a different and the creeper likes the old version yeah yeah so like that so i'm just like so is that actually just because of the psychic foreseeing it Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, he doesn't refer to himself as the creeper, you know? Right. Like, but, like, is there some, again, like, psychic connection between yeah. the creeper and that song? Yeah. But it's not like he's always going after eyes. So it's like when he's going after a different body part, does he need to find a different track to get psychically connected to? Right. What <laughs> other, like, creepy 1930s track? Yeah. The but- rest of the time, does he just go back to Here Comes the Boogeyman? Is that, like, his jam? I <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So that is that is a question I have. Yes, I think totally. like maybe it is just the psychic. I was under the for in- seeing it. Yeah, I was under the impression like when I first watched this and like my understanding before we watched it again was that it was like a foretelling. Right, that was my vibe too. Yeah. To the point that like when I hear that song, yeah, I still instantly Ooh. get a little bit of like a Ooh. a little bit of a chill yeah, for a moment yeah. before I'm like. Um, Pull it down, Katie. But I actually think I, think I actually like that more. That it was just kind of like the psychic for saw, saw it, and that heard song the coming song. on then was yeah. a coincidence. Yeah, because it wasn't what she was talking about. Yeah, and it wasn't really that song. I think it was a different song using some of the lines from it. Yeah, it you was. Know? Yeah, because it was like a yeah a later song. I don't know. Well, I just think say whatever you want to say, but like th- I think this is literary corner. Yes. Yeah. Well, then take us in. Literary corner. Because we are also artists who appreciate a good tune. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I do. Because Giselle is one of my favorite types of characters Mm. in the sense that she is um, someone who's like cursed to see the future Mm -hmm. and know things about the future and powerless to change it. And understand things about the world that the other people around yeah. her don't have to and, deal with. And it's yeah. specifically the thing about telling people knowing that it won't change anything. The like helplessness mm. of it. Yeah. Cause like she says early on that what she sees comes true, but she still calls up dairy. She still arrives at the police station, putting herself at risk, mm-hmm. trying to stop it. Like she still is trying to get them to safety, even though she's like, but these things are going to happen. Like yeah. she seems to know she makes it her problem. Yeah. It, yeah. Hoping to change the future while knowing that like she can't like deep down, she knows yeah. kind of that it's futile. Yeah. She knows what's going to happen. And it did immediately it makes her feel better to try still. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. I just, I, yeah, I mostly just wanted to do this as my literary corner to just sort of seep a little bit into that type of character archetype being my favorite, uh, one of my favorites. And it really goes back to Cassandra. Right. Because mm-hmm. talking about Cassandra of Troy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in Greek mythology, because mm-hmm. um, she could see the future because of a curse by Apollo mm-hmm. that also she was cursed so that nobody would believe her prophecies were true, mm-hmm. even though they were always true. Mm-hmm. So the people of Troy believed that she was fully crazy. Yeah. And we see that with Giselle. The cops are like... Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah. Don't listen to her. Giselle, get out of here. Coming in here with your crazy things yeah. again. So goddamn crazy. She's you like, know. I'm not crazy. But like, poor Cassandra, 
She saw the coming Trojan War. Yeah. She saw her family getting killed. She saw the fall of the city. She saw her own capture and eventual murder. Mm-hmm. Like, and there was nothing she could do about it. Yeah. Um, there's this academic, Seth Sheen, who he writes about her scene in Aeschylus's Agamemnon play. Yeah, um, that. <laughs> there are a lot of different versions of Cassandra. But, oh, certainly, yeah. But Aeschylus wrote a play about Agamemnon. Okay. Who... um who's the general of the Greeks who took Cassandra as like a war prize and mm. brought her back home and then got her involved in uh, getting killed by his wife. Um, but he, Seth Sheen describes her as combining deep, true insight with utter helplessness. Mm-hmm. And I love that idea. And I think that's true of Giselle too, where it's like for Cassandra, she can't even warn people of what's to come because they won't even they won't believe yep. her. But then I also started to think about like, even if she could get people to believe her, would that have been possible to change? Like, would that would have still change? even changed anything? Because yeah. especially in Greek mythology, fate is like a very fate. stable thing. Yeah. It's not really easily altered. Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking about the case of Oedipus Rex. Because mm-hmm. it's the attempts to alter fate that actually makes fate pass, come mm. to pass in his yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. Like it's his, there was a prophecy that he would kill his father and marry his mother. Yes. And so his father is like, his parents are yeah. like, let's abandon him yeah. in the wilderness to die. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. But then, of course, that and doesn't happen. Yeah. He grows up and unknowingly kills his the father king, and, his marries father, his and then mother. marries his mother. You yeah. know, like he doesn't know he's doing it. Yeah. And it's like, maybe if he had been raised by his parents with love and care. <laughs> Go figure. He would have had no reason to kill his dad and certainly no desire to marry his mother because, like, once he does find out that, like... Because he marries his mom not knowing it's his mom. Yeah, once he does find out that, like, that's what his real relationship is, most, a lot of versions have him gouge out his own eyes. Yeah, that's the story I always heard. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to see... And, like, why should he? Because, like, a seer's prophecy is what caused the problem. So, like, taking away your eyes. And then, of course, in Jeepers Creepers, it's all about the eyes. Right, yeah. Getting his eyes taken away and what you see. And it's really cool. And it did make me wonder about, like, because I always felt like Giselle kind of implies that Trish is the one who's going to die. When Daria is asking her. Yeah. And, like, who is it? Giselle looks at Trish. And they have this moment where they all seem to think it's It's Trish. Trish. Yeah. And... And my first thought was that, like, she lies and maybe it's to, like, kind of calm down Derry or because yeah. she still thinks she could change things and save yeah. them both. And Derry's the one who's freaking out. Yeah. And so part of her is actually stinking of fear. Yeah. yeah. And maybe part of her is even just looking to Trish for, like, help, cal- help, help me uh, calm down your brother. How do you do, what do, how I, do I deal I, with I, your brother? I don't want to answer know. this question. What do I do? <laughs> but then my other thought was, like, what if in her original vision it was Trish? Maybe. And she's not lying. And but learning about that, like, changed Trish and Derry's actions. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, something about Trish having had more time to, like, think about that being her fate and, like, going to die mm-hmm. and, like, having time to, like, almost accept it and accept the fact that, like, well, it'll be me, then that means it won't be Derry. So I'm not afraid of that because that's not as scary as right. Derry dying. Right. Like, that's part of why when it does go for her brother, she is so much, she's, like, so ready to step up and be like, yeah. no. You are going to take me instead. Yeah. And like not be afraid. And it goes back to what you're saying about how like Derry is so afraid. So scared. Yeah. And that the creeper likes that. And that's part of why he takes Derry is because yeah. he can smell the fear. Yeah. Maybe if Trish didn't already know that this was like going to happen no matter what, she would have been more scared. And maybe would have smelled better to him. Is yeah. that anything? I don't know. Or is yeah. that a crazy theory that I'm coming up with out of that's nowhere? That's really interesting. 
Yeah, it's like because and and this is something that goes throughout the trilogy is like a person I think in all three it's a woman. Yeah. Who have like a psychic connection and like have an understanding yeah. of the creeper and its lore that the other people around her kind of brush off. Yeah. Right? And so like is that part of whatever this essence that is the creeper even though this guy this one's just some guy yeah yeah but like whatever the like but the the demonic or whatever you want to call it essence that the curse whatever it is of that makes one the creeper yeah like also well no because you you know you make a really good point that yes in in greek mythology like fate is very well defined and like yeah is a, a big deal but like creeper's not greek no He's yeah, like so I'm not sure that Mesoamerican, maybe seemingly, or at least he was interpreted that way by Mesoamericans. Fair, yeah, we don't maybe know that he's he started there, right? But yeah. like, we're the creeper we know is the one in North Central Florida. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's fucking Florida man in the yes. newspaper. <laughs> so I don't know, like some, maybe some voodoo or something, it, right? Could be involved or something. Or other like like Afro Cuban religion, maybe something like that happening. Yeah. I don't know. Which would have been interesting with Giselle's character. Yeah, but they didn't really go that route. They which, do honestly again, thank God because I would not have. They picked up on that a little more in the yeah. reboot. Yeah. yeah, I would not want that sort of storyline in Victor Salva's hands. Yeah, fair for many reasons. Yeah, good point. Um, but no, but I do wonder if there is something about yeah the fate not being as much like the psychic visions. Yeah. The idea of the future isn't a fixed point and that maybe it could be changed and that knowing about the future actually changed it to be not Trish anymore because it changed her from being somebody who was scared and going to get captured and not knowing what was going on and freaking out right. to then instead do, making this act of like love and bravery, which is not delectable to the creeper at all. Right. She it's has not, this moment of like, jam. take me instead. Yeah. I won't fight you, which is probably the worst thing she could yeah, have said. Wrong, yeah, that's but she had accepted her fate, said. so yeah. she wasn't going to fight him. And yeah. like, so does it come down to, I don't know. It was just a thought I had about like why Giselle looks at Trish in that moment. Yeah. And why there are so many markers of it being Trish who's going to die. Yeah. Like saying she always thought she would die on this road and yeah. things like that. And Derry having more of kind of a final boy vibe. Like, Maybe there was a different version where Giselle didn't get involved and Trish was the one who was taken. I don't know. It was just a thought I had. Huh. That's my little literary corner. It's just a little short little aperitif or something. I love it. Yeah. Well, because we spent so much time talking about this fucking creeper. Because he's just some guy. <laughs> some guy. Just but Giselle is guy. not just some gal. Yeah. Giselle's she has psychic cool. powers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then now I'm kind of thinking about the is interesting the like psychic abilities in the first film are about being able to see the future yeah. but the psychic abilities in the second and third are about like understanding the past that is interesting huh you just like for retconning or something but, yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean yeah part of it comes down to the fact that these movies are just not well written no they're these are mediocre films these are me- yep. yeah <laughs> yep. yeah they have some really good horror moments they have some honestly good acting they have like good I mean, I think Gina Phillips talks about how um, she has this quote that I liked where she's like, even though I know Jeepers Creepers is a genre movie, the thing that drew me to the script is that it is a drama until the creeper shows up. It's a relationship movie in a lot of ways. It's a brother-sister relationship movie. And like, I think that's true. And I think that's something that's really great about this. So like, I do think there are moments in this movie that are well done and good. I mean, but overall, like, as he's just some guy, it's just some movie. It's a movie. (laughs) Yep. It's a movie. All right. And yeah, maybe if we were like... 20 years old when this movie came out we'd be like yeah whatever you know yeah. but since we were 
much Very. younger and a more like impressionable part of our brain development. It yeah. just kind of snuck in there. But yeah, watching it again, it's like, yep, it's like watching just, the trilogy up, like these movies are fine. They They're sure fine. Are movies they that exist in really this world. Don't I mean, knock it out of the park, though. But I do. I do. I mean, I'm glad that I got to talk a little bit about psychics. And like yeah. being unable to and, change fate. And what also I think it's worth noting that there is a um remember the Cassandra reference in Scream 2. Where Oh, I don't Sid- remember. Sydney Prescott is p- doing a play. Oh, she does the play. And she's yes. doing Cassandra. Oh, I love that part. I totally forgot about it. It's so good. Yeah. That's because Scream is a well-written series. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Williamson is much more talented. Yeah, <laughs> as and a writer, also probably a better person. Yeah, um, well, not even just probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Some stuff could come out about Kevin Williamson in That's like why five I said years. Probably, but I was like, I don't know, man. Things one a- could never know, dude. Yeah, we Me- don't know these people. Media can age so poorly <laughs> in yeah. such a short amount of time. Um, is it time for a game? It's time for the game. So I did find a dumb website where we can just try to guess some license plates. Okay, We're just so going to try a, like 10 of these or it's something. It's a Kentucky license plate. I don't know if that's relevant or not. I don't think so, but, but sure. It's B-D-N-F-L-C-N. Bod and fly. No, fuck. B-D- boating. <laughs> Bod and fly. Damn, we need Trish and Derry. This is, okay. We can also click huh. Is this know. supposed to is it supposed to start easy? I don't I think it just starts random. I'm gonna start with huh. Sorry, I have I no don't, clue. What okay. is it supposed to, it's bad influence. Not even close. Okay. okay. This one is a Connecticut license plate that says I N F L eight D. Inflated Inflated. That one That's, was easy. I don't know about that. That's a weird one to have as a license plate. We did it. Okay. Okay. Oh, a New York license plate. R D M N S T R, Roadmaster. Road monster. Road monster. Because that's an N. There's no N in master. No. Silly goose. Silly goose. Yay, we yeah, did okay. it. Okay. okay and, so here's a Nevada road a, Range Rover. On a Range Rover. It says U R N T A L one. Your, your, Earn, earn, earn something about national one? Your national one? That doesn't make sense. That's horrible. Who would do that? Urine. No, not urine. No. <laughs> earn. Earn tall one. Earn tally. You rental? No. You rental one. <laughs> you rental one. Can I hit, huh? Yeah. Okay. We're bad at this. this or bad. people are bad at this. Uh, you're, you're not, not alone. alone. I guess. Uh, I don't like it. No. Like it. Okay. okay. Uh, S-L-O-C-R-Z-E. Slow cruise. Slow oh, cruise. That makes more sense. <laughs> I was like, what's a cruise. slow craze? Oh, well, this one's obvious. Here's a Texas one that is just L-O-V-3-B-U-G. Yeah, love bug. Love bug. How many people have that? Come on, Texas. Another Connecticut plate. Wow, okay. G-N-S-M-I-T-H. Gunsmith? Gunsmith, yeah. It's straight up the word smith. Yeah, so I guess I don't know what else it would be other than gun. Gunsmith. Which is... That's weird. Okay. Okay, here's... Ooh, Kansas. Kansas. E-C-T... On a Honda Civic. E-C-2-P-L-S-M. Isn't this the one from, like, the Ghostbusters? It's like ectoplasm? Ectoplasm, but the second one... Ectoplasm? Oh, ec- yeah. But I think it's just ectoplasm. All right. I'll try it. 
That was it was yeah ectoplasm. That's okay. weird. Okay. This Montana plate is one s t r l s t. So first, first in real estate. First in real estate. <laughs> I don't know. The first realist. <laughs> yeah, um, it's def- it's got to be first. It's got to be first. But first r l s t. Yeah, first one street lost. First, maybe lost something with lost first lost that doesn't make any sense yeah plus there's an extra r in there for that that doesn't work first realist first first in real estate (laughs) i'm gonna say first in real estate first First or last last. no all right last okay one where are we at one more last one sure okay arizona f n d r v c e fun divorce yeah definitely no wait no the r and the v are in the wrong spot but it is giving divorce, yeah. But, it, but, it but it's be, not. Maybe it's yeah. fun drive. Fun. What? Okay, we are tied for having five correct and okay. five wrong. Okay, so, so here's got to bring this. Home. Okay, we this can do this. This is our win or lose. Okay, we oh gotta boy. get okay. fun divorce. No fun divorce. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. Fun, fine fender, fender vice. Is Fender Vice anything? No. <laughs> Fenders are on cars. I guess. <laughs> I mean, there's a nice DRV drive, fun drive. CE? That doesn't work. V- Why would you take voice? Find your voice? Find your voice? Oh, God. Let's, Do you think it's find your voice? Because if it is, it's really bad. That's really bad. I hope not. Let's. I, come on, Arizona. Let's find out. Let's put ourselves out of our misery here. It was it's find your voice. voice. That was that bad. Was the stupidest thing I've okay, ever. Okay, so heard. we technically didn't lose because we got six. Six. So and we, okay, so we're winners. We're winners. Um, we're basically as good as Trish and Derry. Basically, yeah. We would have caught that that was be eating you. I, I, I probably so. would have thought I it was beating, beating you. you. Yeah. yeah. I also definitely would have thought instead of because it ends up being sexy forever, but he reads it as like gay forever or something he reads it wrong the first one that they see because oh, yeah. it's like a he thinks it's a six a y or oh, something and it was in it's a sexy yeah it's yeah, like six it's yeah he's, gay, he reads yeah. it as a g instead of as a six so he thinks it's gay forever <laughs> instead of sexy forever and like you know what me and Derry, same wavelength same yeah 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 <laughs> more evidence he might be good uh, yeah who knows and yeah the the creepers at least buy so <laughs> i mean the creeper either has no sexuality or homosexuality yeah. actually is how I feel. <laughs> Fair. Good point. Yeah. Um, okay. Are we done talking about Are- this? <laughs> um, yes. We can be done about it. And we can also be more careful about our choices in the future. Uh, yeah. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We probably won't. But we'll definitely at least have feelings it's, about it on the pod. It's one of my favorite Bart Simpson quotes. He like, I think Lisa wants him to do something. And he's like, I can't promise I'll try. <laughs> but I'll try to try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't promise. Yeah. I'll try. We'll but definitely I'll, try to yeah. try. So um, next month. This has been. Oh, this, this has, has been. been Deep Thoughts, Shallow Plots. Yeah. Um, Getting ahead of ourselves. Next month. Uh, so for our March episode. And mm-hmm. March is uh, has one of Katie's favorite holidays in it. <laughs> yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Which is funny because I don't drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> which I feel like is the only reason people like that holiday. But I just really like the color green and Irish people. <laughs> yes. And and Irish history yeah, and, yeah. and culture. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we're. 
so you might be thinking, oh, we're we're going to do Leprechaun. No, we're not going to do Leprechaun. I, I know nothing about Leprechaun. It's a lot. I don't want to know anything about Leprechaun. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be covering uh, The Hollow from 2015. Yes, which is an like, actual Irish film. Yeah. So uh, look out for that in the month of March. Um, always thanks to Sound Guy Matt. Yes. Always check us out on Instagram. Yep. At Deep Thought Shallow Plots. Give us a like and review. And until next time, have you seen the cats yet? <laughs>